Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy, and we're back to recap Katie's season of The Bachelorette. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It has been so long. I thought I had escaped, but nope, I'm still here in Bachelor Nation with Christy. How's it going over there, Christy? It's going good. It has been a while, but I'm glad you decided to stick with it. Well, I may come to regret that decision. So this is season 17 now, where we've gone back in time. This is season 17 of The Bachelorette. Is I... that true? That sounds right. I lose track of what season we're on, <laughs> but that's probably right. Okay, Because they do... they. They do keep track of them separately. Yes. Individually. Yeah, Bachelor was 25, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, the disaster of the season. (laughs) Yeah. That that was Matt James' season. Yeah. I'll leave that one in the past. Yes, unfortunately, I feel like we may be headed towards another disaster of a season. Maybe not quite the same scale. Maybe not quite the same racist undertones. Yeah, let's hope we don't have any of that this season. But still, perhaps a disaster. Well, most seasons have a disaster at some point. So you're probably right. Oh, I just meant overall, in general, as a whole. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it. I I was already screaming into the void last night as we watched. Yes, that is true. <laughs> as I told Christy, everyone should prepare themselves this season for a lot of screaming, and that's that screaming will be coming from me, from my soul. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tasha and Caitlin and Katie. With the screaming oh no that's that's a whole nother thing entirely but where would you like to get started here christy do you want to get started before the season do you want to get started at the very beginning of the season it's up to you um i we can kind of skip the cheesy opening shots of katie talking about how she's ready for love that's there's not much there <laughs> it's, it's wow. the same thing every season that's that's the same thing every season. yeah the staring off into the distance i've never dated this many guys at once well (laughs) i should hope not then you see the car pull up to wherever she's going to be staying getting dressed ready for the night one do they do they normally do like that montage thing they did of pictures from the person's childhood on through Uh, yeah that's pretty standard i mean they kind of had to do that because on matt season we barely got to know much about her so they had Mm. to give us something i guess (laughs) yeah it was i swore i I swore i would never speak of that season again i won't i'm not gonna even go there Yeah, we got a short montage. We got a short montage of a few guys. Um, the only thing that really stood out to me was the guy who was playing the ukulele in his bathtub. Uh, <laughs> not a huge fan of that. Yeah, that was slightly awkward. Yes, I and I meant I might as well say this now because i'm sure it's gonna come up again later and it's just it's gonna be annoying to us but it seems to me at least that this season is sort of being billed as like the sex season or this the sex positive season because of katie's intro uh with matt last season and how she had the sex toy and apparently abc likes to really hone in on one specific 
thing about a person and just kill it to death. <laughs> because and and hopefully hopefully this isn't as pronounced as perhaps I'm fearing given just all of the intros that I saw or I guess not intros but the promos the promos beforehand as well as some of the stuff that happened in this episode but I fear that guy playing ukulele in bathtub is just the beginning that's what I fear I, I think your fears will come true <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah oh, no. I mean I haven't heard any spoilers about future like activities but i just heard it's very there's a lot of stuff in that direction coming up <sighs> so get ready i i will never be ready i will never ever be ready uh you know i and i guess this isn't a super new thing because we did talk about it last season but just the 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 one guy who's like, oh, I'm a virgin and like I'm waiting for sex. Like they have to, I guess they just have to have one person who's like the the fish out of water. Uh, like I just I don't understand why you would come on the show if you're a virgin. Like you know, fantasy suites are coming, and especially on a season where Katie is like all about sex. Why are you here? <laughs> I yeah, I don't really get that. And I why are you subjecting yourself to this? <laughs> you know it's not going to end well for, for the followers. <laughs> oh, that just wouldn't be worth it for me. Yeah, well, I guess some people some people are willing to go through a lot to get followers, but one thing to be like the defining thing about me but i also wouldn't really want to be in that environment at all <laughs> like, like it does like you know no matter your i mean i guess maybe if you're somebody who just like loves sexual experiences maybe that that's your your scene but it seems like anybody slightly more towards normal should just be running away from that situation you would you would the, think but apparently they they aren't normal no because of course you know we saw the promos about how he freaks out about it later yeah it's just <laughs> such a setup <laughs> what what are you expecting his name is they his name is mike by the way so something to keep in mind you're you're literally on a show where i i don't have the number available to me right now but wasn't it like 114 kisses that we counted <sighs> on screen from last season they specifically have an episode where the if not explicitly stated the implicit assumption is that you're going to be having sex with this person and you still come on the show <sighs> my guess is katie's not gonna take him to fantasy suites <laughs> really just a hunch what what makes you say that <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like the uh, other guy. Maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but the guy who was talking about how he had a kid, and then she was like, "Yeah, like I don't like I don't know if I want kids or don't want kids, like all this." And I was I just was listening to that. I was like, "Well, he's not gonna make it very far." No. <laughs> I don't even remember if he made it out of the episode or not. <laughs> I think he did get a rose. I don't remember his name, but I think I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I suspect he's not going to make it very far. But well, let's get back on the road, shall we? Yes. A lot of 
I guess, and as I was telling you last night, the whole environment of, and, and maybe I'm being uncharitable here. Our listeners know that I'm a very uncharitable person. <laughs> but just the whole, the whole, like, aura of artificial excitement just really tends to irritate me. You know, you have these guys who are doing their silly travel montages of like, oh, this guy goes up and dunks a sweet, sweet ball into the hoop. You know, I clearly know tons about basketball. And then jumps down and grabs his Gatorade and takes a swing. He's like, oh, I'm coming for you. Oh, like... The, the producers I, make them do that stuff. It's so I, dumb. I know. It's so dumb. I know, I know they do. It's just... They, they hype them up. How excited are you to meet Katie? <laughs> like, ooh, I'm going to get followers. And so maybe, it's, maybe it is real. And they're just excited to get followers. But it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I mean, it's annoying. I've just, I guess after watching this for so long, I've just tuned it out. It's just kind of like par for the course. Yeah, I guess I'm just not quite as numb and jaded yet. You'll you'll get there. (laughs) Oh, great. I don't know if I want to survive long enough for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I will say along those lines... Uh, that the and so it's Caitlin was a prior bachelorette as well like I know Tasha was yeah she was a few years back so they're the two of them are co-hosting in case people didn't know and that was kind of getting on my nerves as well yeah because they were it was the same like manufactured excitement they're they're jumping up and down and screaming and squealing and stuff and yeah it was a little over the top also i just have to say that like when katie's like standing there and the limos are about to come up and like caitlin and Tasha are like creeping up behind her like trying to surprise her i i (laughs) may i i literally i said ambush by air quotes well not air quotes but typed quotes ambush by Tasha and caitlin like of course she knew they <sighs> it was they so were dumb she's like oh i thought i might be going through this alone like are you serious also kate Tasha and caitlin were announced on march 12th they didn't start filming till probably like a week later so this whole i didn't know they were gonna like so stupid <sighs> It's all it's all manufactured. It's bread and circuses. Uh, along those lines, too. Do you think that their whole the whole the interior shots of and I, I'm gonna steal your thing. Everyone, just know this is Christie's thing. This isn't my thing, but I'm lazy, so I'm going to steal it. Calling them TK because don't want to keep saying the two names. Yeah. Don't want to keep writing the two names. TK. TK is our host. Yes. They are a melded organism now. <laughs> they are one consciousness. Uh, the interior shots of TK reacting to katie and what was happening with the guys do you think those were totally filmed at a separate time i think they were it's well i did see one shot where they like were behind them looking through the window you could see katie and a limo so that one looked real but the rest you couldn't see but they also had like the the shot with the big tub of popcorn yes that could have been after that like all like all that stuff it's possible I'm very, I, I'm very I would not be surprised if some of those were filmed after. 
It's not real, everyone. It's not real. It's all fake. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so all these all these entrances, what stood out to you? Um, I'm gonna skip all the ones where the guys just get out and are like, Oh, I'm so happy it's you, I'm nervous, I'm excited. <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> lot of them like that. No duh. <laughs> um It's like, Oh, you're so pretty. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> Nobody else has noticed that. Oh um, <laughs> so the first one that stood out to me was a guy who brought in a watch. That he said had been in his family for 200 years, and then he's like, just kidding, I got it from the airport. That's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would have worked on It you. didn't land the way he thought it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, I'm shocked. Next one was Trey, who drove in on the, or actually, no, he didn't drive in on the truck. Somebody drove him in on a truck. And he was the one that had the whole pit of colored balls in the bed of the truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, mm. I thought that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess there were just a lot of sexual puns. Well, yes. This entire time. <sighs> just... Even just saying balls, it just... It... <laughs> No, we're not going there, Christy. This is a clean show. This is a family-friendly show. Is that so? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, so so many so many puns like that. They just Yeah. And I have to be careful that I don't accidentally feed into this whole situation myself. It's going to be hard. No, please don't do that. Um the next please. the next one was Gabriel with his creepy, awkward hug. Do you remember that one? <laughs> he said, people aren't hugging enough nowadays. And then he just, like, yeah. put his arms around her for an awkward amount of time and just... Wasn't he, wasn't he like, just, just breathe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I will say, though, that... Katie was very impressed in general. She was just like, wow, he's so hot. He's so hot. He's yeah, so hot. She kept saying that. That yes, starts to was, lose its meaning if you say it after every guy. She was, well, Christy, they're all tens, okay? Even Brendan? Is that his name? Um... Uh, you know, hair. Oh, you know who I'm talking about, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't say it after him. I don't know if we even saw his introduction, even. Um, Brandon or Brendan? See, this is the problem. Yeah, there. Those two names. I don't. Neither of them had memorable. No. Um. And one of them did go home. Spoiler alert. I don't remember who... Well, I mean, I remember who it was. I just don't remember the name. It's the guy with the bad haircut. <laughs> don't spoil things, Christy. <laughs> We're not there yet. Um, what did you think uh, of the fake... The guy with the fake British accent? Well, I mean... I guess kudos to him being able to continue doing what he loves even if he can't like even if he can't do it on an NFL level he's still able to do what he does uh, I mean I didn't think that his accent was terrible honestly I mean I'm not I'm not an accent expert uh, but it was much more believable than hers that's true. <laughs> she had to, <laughs> as as we as we find out later. Uh, I mean, I so here's the thing. As a person trying to make an impression in that situation, I feel like that's a fairly good way to do so. Yeah, it's not. It's not 
super obnoxious, like some of the things. It's it's sort of makes you seem sophisticated at first, but then it also once you reveal it, kind of ma- makes you look kind of playful and able to kind of joke around, but also gives an opening, right? Because afterward, he's like, "No, I'm." forget what he said but it was like i'm from michigan or whatever uh and he got he kind of actually gave him an opening to say a little bit about himself actually versus just going up hugging her or like the one guy who's kind of flailed around a little bit because he wasn't sure what he was gonna do and then he ended up hugging her and then kind of walking away weirdly so I I don't know I I didn't mind it as far as introductions go. Yeah, I thought it was one of the better ones, particularly compared to some of the things that. Yeah, I think the worst one for me was Kyle. Oh, no, are you? Oh, you were gonna, I knew you were going to talk about that. Who decided to pull out a jock strap from his seat pocket? <laughs> Not great. Also. Another bad one was the guy who pulled up in what looked like the RV from Breaking Bad. So, Kim, first of all, can we go back to the jockstrap for a second? Because (laughs) I just want to say, even, even if it is a brand new, like, jockstrap, which presumably, hopefully, it was... (laughs) What kind of savage throws their underwear on the floor amongst a group of people, particularly strangers? What kind of savage does that? Kyle. I was very upset, everyone. I was very upset by this. So sorry. I've I feel a little bit better now that I've said that. We can we can go back to RV guy. Um Yeah, RV guy and his creepy RV. He is also a skin salesman. Just what? to top it all off, yes. That's it. What is that what, what does that I don't mean? Know. Was that literally I'm totally missed yes. that. Was that literally what it said verbatim yes. word for skin cells yeah if you go to his bio on abc it says that also so it's just why would you get into an rv with a skin (laughs) salesman she didn't know that at the time i'm assuming (laughs) my word that's like an rv or any other like room or location alone is the last place you want to be with a skin (laughs) salesman because what if he decides to sell your skin (laughs) Uh, oh my word yeah yeah it was kind of a a, an old looking rv to be honest yeah (sighs) and also so have we confirmed that it it actually legitimately was his rv that he drove there uh i mean he's from the east coast so i don't know if i believe that he actually drove from all the way from the East Coast all the way out to New Mexico. I don't know if I believe that. Mm. I mean, I don't either. I just am thinking about Katie's comment about having to, like, move his dirty underwear. Oh. Uh, I suppose they could have staged it. Like, put a bunch of crap in there. It did look very messy, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe we'll we'll be able to do some fact checking, some research, and see see if we can actually turn something up. But yeah, Katie was not a fan of that. No, and spoiler alert, he went home. No, not Jeff. <laughs> yes, unfortunately meth rv filled with crap is not quite the turn on he had hoped for (laughs) 
I love that ITM of his where he's like, I think she's really digging the RV. <laughs> Cut to Katie a moment later saying, oh, this is literally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, perhaps it didn't come across quite as spontaneous in the direction that he was hoping. It did not. <laughs> Which I won't, I won't even bring up how much you hate RVs. Oh yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> discussion. <laughs> so if Christie's ever on The Bachelorette, nobody show up in an RV hoping to get past the first night no thanks <laughs> that would be an immediate no dog in her. fact just turn around and drive away don't don't even don't don't <laughs> wow. even get out <laughs> wow don't even introduce yourself nope ouch that is unfortunate <laughs> yeah i also didn't understand box guy yeah i feel like this bit went on too long way too long like he shows up in a box yes a giant like plywood box or whatever and he doesn't get out like usually they like pop out or whatever but he gets wheeled inside well no so before that because he was talking to her briefly from inside the box but then they wheeled him away And then eventually, after that, they then wheeled him inside. But it was, he, I forget what he said. But he was like, oh, like, I can't handle it. Or what's not, like, I don't remember what he said. You mean out, but it was weird. out near the limo? He, yeah. Well, he said he wanted to make sure he was present. Ah, oh, so funny. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he stayed in there most of the cocktail part and just finally... Yeah, for an absurdly long yeah, time. Yeah, it was... I was just thinking, if you're going to stay in there that long and keep it going forever, you'd better be, like, the best-looking guy when you, when yeah, you, you pop yeah, out. You better, you better be, like, the hottest man <laughs> in the world if you're going to pull something crazy like that. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, if you're just sort of middle of the path, if you're just slightly better than average-looking... You should not be doing that. No. <laughs> like, I should never hide in a box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I... Uh, did he Did he make it? I think sort so. Sort of spoiling things left and right. I think he did. Okay. As we've established before last season, I'm not going to know who, like, any of these people are for another like two episodes yeah there's too many too many people i know a couple of them but that is all yeah uh, there were only a couple more that stood out but not necessarily for good reasons um, <laughs> we had cody who brought his blow-up doll uh, see again this is just one of those things where it's just totally unnecessary. Yeah. It's like, this is this is a family-friendly show. Why are you bringing all these sexual objects and making these sexual puns? I think we might have to give up the family-friendly label. Oh, no. We're going to have to put explicit on our podcast. No, not that far. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean this is not G-rated. Not anymore. Nope. Not anymore. Yeah, because that... That was... That kicked off a, a stretch of, like, three or four guys at that point, right? Who It was just... Yeah. The like, genie guy. Sexu like, sexual pun after sexual pun. Yeah. Like, then we have... We don't need this. Courtney, which is maybe oh, the yeah. weirdest spelled <clears throat> name. Courtney with a Q. Q-U-A-R... T-N-E-Y. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, he had a whole bunch of sex puns as well. <laughs> Why? You could tell he practiced it a lot, too. 
Like, <laughs> oh. like it really rolled off the tongue for him. It, it's really rehearsed. Yes. Yeah, because I guess they made they made all these people quarantine for a while before the show, right? Probably like a week or so, I'm guessing. So this is I, I want to go over this before we get to the next person but about that I guess I'm a little confused from a COVID perspective because aren't they aren't they the only like client of that resort during filming I think so. So I guess I I don't totally understand everything going on from that perspective because like I, as an example of this, all of the all of the and may and maybe it's just a reality of like their crew is too big. But it did seem kind of weird at this point. You know now what? I don't even know what month we're in. We're in June, right? <laughs> that and vaccines have been widely available and everything it just seems a little strange that all of the, like the chauffeurs and stuff are are still masked and everything when you have such a lock on the contestants and i would have assumed that you had a lock on the crew as well mm-hmm. that like they had everyone living there or something well i think the crew is staying on set but also, this was filmed back like middle of March at this point, before okay. vaccines were available okay. for everyone. Okay, that's right. I I forget that they like they have to have so much time to chop everything up and manipulate everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, it's just kind of strange because like, well, wouldn't wouldn't they have kind of a closed bubble here and? have people be vaccinated but i guess not yeah strange anyways let's get on to the next individual yeah i think this was our final entrance connor and i'm gonna be honest just out of the bat like straight out of the gate off the bat i did not expect this to go over so well Mm, that's true I, I was very surprised. <laughs> um, Connor is a math teacher from Nashville, but he arrived in a cat suit, complete with whiskers and mittens on his hands. Yeah, drawn, you know, drawn on whiskers, mittens on his hands. Yeah. It, it looked like a gimmick. Like he was even like scratching at the door, <laughs> which I found really funny. I... I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what his deal is. Because, and this is completely, like, this is independent of the cat thing. Because he's a math teacher, right? He's he's a math teacher. And I get, maybe this is just a reality of the public school system in the U.S. and how much of a burden we place on our teachers but he he also despite being a math teacher being dressed as a cat he was doing all this musical stuff yeah with the piano like he had the piano i i want to say there was some other musical thing that he was doing as well i was very confused no answers for me nope (laughs) (laughs) He's a man of many talents. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's what we're going with? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was that... Was that the end of the yeah. intro? Yeah. Nope, he, was, he was the last one, I think. Mm. Okay. So, cocktail party. What stood out to you? Um, Katie enters and makes the normal speech, I guess. Be yourself. Cheers to love. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, it's a real, this is, I have to say, this is a real, 
This season is a real blow to me, Christy. You know, last season, he just he started out with prayer. Oh, that's right. All this, and this season is just so just dirty. You know? We've taken a, done a 180 here. Oh, just a nosedive. <laughs> so sad. The first thing that stood out to me was how sweaty some of these guys were. <laughs> Which was weird to me also because they showed a little bit later they were all playing like hockey outside and Katie had like one of the guy's jackets on, which meant it was cool out. So I don't know if like indoors was just roasting or what, but. Well, so presumably, and I don't know, are are they somewhere in New Mexico? Yeah, I think so. Is that why he showed up in the Breaking Bad movie? Um, I mean, I guess... It, it probably makes sense from a production standpoint because I, I would assume that they have a bajillion, like, production lights inside. They're not, yeah. they're not, uh, they're not going to just rely on the hotel lights and those things can be very, very hot. So I would assume that's probably why. Plus, you know, you're stressed, you're nervous. You're <clears throat> you're hyped up. Uh, all of those can contribute to sweatiness. But then, being in nighttime in the desert, it would also be chilly outside. Yeah. We had um, Greg showing her a necklace made out of pasta that his niece made. Well, she, so she she liked Greg. Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah, because he's so, for those who don't know, Greg is very jealous of his family because he has siblings, and I, I, I don't want to say this is exactly what he said, but this is at least the gist of it, that all his siblings were popping out babies left and right. Yeah, that sounds like what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that might that may have been actually what he said uh and he's he's starting to feel the pressure you know he wants he wants to find love uh yeah he's yeah he gave he gave her this necklace made out of dyed pasta which again i as far as things that can happen on this made-up show that was fairly nice. Obviously, it has no actual value. It was still cute, though. <laughs> However, from a romantic perspective, it probably earned him some points. Yes, he did have the most cliche line that everybody says. Family is the most important thing to me. Christy, I don't think you understand. Family. Is the most important thing to me. <laughs> yes, hopefully that doesn't end up being this season's. Thank you for sharing that with me. Oh goodness. <laughs> what what will that be? I don't know. For this season. Uh I guess that remains to be seen. Probably like something like sex positive or something. Why? <laughs> yeah. Not a ton. Not a ton happening this episode. No, just a lot of short conversations. They Somebody brought in the first impression rose on a plate. Uh, everybody starts freaking out, wanting to get it. Can, can I just... Because I, I... I think this is going back a little bit. But... What the heck was going on between those two guys? It was lit. It oh, was, I don't know. Maybe, I I was just so I was so confused because so our listeners know there was a giant storm last night, and so I kept having to refresh my ABC feed because it would be terrible resolution or it would just stutter and stop because apparently my internet didn't like the storm, and so I was so confused. 
because it just came out of nowhere. It was like they just, yeah. as an example of how jarring it was, it was literally like they were editing this episode and they had their whole timeline of their video clips and everything and they just had this clip and they meant to like drag it into the recycling bin <laughs> away from their timeline of footage but accidentally they just dropped it right in the middle of their footage that's how that's how it felt it was just out of nowhere the, that these two guys were just outside arguing and one guy's like i like i don't like you and it's not my problem that i don't like you and the other guy's like well if you don't like me that's actually that is your problem and then they went inside, and everyone was like, oh my goodness, this is so tense. Where did that come I, from? I don't know. I, I missed it as well. So I'm, And nobody on Twitter seemed to know what the issue was either. So my guess is there might be more beef with them later, so they're just trying to create like a, a narrative or a storyline. But no, you're right. It didn't make well, any is, sense at all. That is a terrible way to It had no that. context just none whatsoever again i i still think it was an accident <laughs> that made it all the way to air <laughs> yeah they, that they just didn't catch well you know because it was some juicy drama and so all the editors were like you know i think somebody probably meant to put this in here and then all the executives were like you know i, I think somebody meant to keep this in here and then it just went to air yeah, it was very strange. No, I'm sure it was intentional, but I did not I did not like that because it had zero context whatsoever. Yeah. And will we ever find out more about it? Maybe. Who knows? Did did both of those guys even make it to the next episode? I think one of the guys for sure did. I think he got the last rose. I don't know his name, but <laughs> I don't get it. How weird would that be if only one of them made it? <laughs> yeah. Like, both of them have, had to have made it, right? Yeah, otherwise that was really dumb, so. No, I wouldn't put it past these people to be very dumb. That's right, I'm talking about the showrunners. No, I'm just kidding. I love all of the ABC showrunners. They are enabling me to have so much fun here watching their episodes and profit so immensely both emotionally and financially <laughs> that's significant enough of an apology slash disclaimer yes I think we're, we're back in their good graces now okay okay good good because i i don't want to lose my zero ad revenue <laughs> no <laughs> Should we talk about Katie and Cat Guy? <laughs> that is a sentence I never thought anyone would utter to me. Should we talk about Katie and the Cat Guy? Uh, I mean, sure. Though I guess maybe we should say first, because if we're getting into that territory, we had the first kiss of the episode of the series the season uh shortly it was shortly before that wasn't it yes it was jordan who showed her a painting of roses yes the, which was this painting that he ostensibly allegedly did as he was quarantining i mean i guess we don't have any reason to disbelieve him but i'm also just skeptical because um, we got to see we got to see the montage well, I guess not really montage, but more of it was just a time lapse of him creating it, but also you couldn't see it the entire time. So he could have literally been doing nothing. Just like <laughs> air <laughs> miming that he's brushing. Uh, but yes, it was this it was this painting that he did of these hearts. Like well it was it was a heart a heart made of roses, wasn't it? Or was it just a circle of roses? It looked... I don't remember now. It was a bunch of roses on a white backdrop. Yes. 
so quite boring but you know super romantic also because there was a ton of white space on the outside but there was also white space on the inside that he wanted to use and fill up as they learned more about each other oh is that what he said i missed that (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i guess it worked on her Yes, it did. See, Christy, Christy, slip there. Uh, Christy was preoccupied by the fact that they went from that because apparently that was super romantic and kissed. Right after it, because it was right after he said that, that, that they ended up kissing. So that was the first kiss. But then... It was not the most memorable. Kiss. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> of the episode. And I hate I hate that this is something that I just talk about now. But <laughs> later on now, not too long after that, we have Katie and Cat Guy. Which this is what I referenced earlier about how I was so confused because somehow he gets her one-on-one with him and he just happens to have one of those floor mat pianos that you play like jumping around with your feet so they're they're like playing that terribly yes but (laughs) they're playing that and then they end up you know sitting on was it a couch a bed or something and are talking and uh, oh, oh boy uh apparently nothing is romantic more romantic than a man wearing a cat onesie <laughs> with whiskers painted on his face wearing cat paw gloves that are massively furry because they just, like, I'm sorry, our more sensitive listeners, but they went after it. Yes. Like, it was it was bad. Like, this wasn't just, like, a kiss and goodbye. This was... This a was, lot of making out. Yeah. So much so out. that his cat makeup on his face was all over her nose. <laughs> well, all over her face in general. Like, it was just smeared all over her face. It was quite a sight. <laughs> well, because they were kissing, and he's like, oh, man, I hope I hope this, like, doesn't get on you. And then he, like, pulls back, and he's like, oh, my goodness! <laughs> and then they just went back to it again, like... Could... Yeah, they are like, oh, yeah, I guess, oh, it's too late now. I mean, mine, mine as well. Oh. Yeah, that, that was really... That was quite something. And then... I just thought it was really funny that she's now talking to the next guy and all of that makeup is gone. So I wonder what that was I like. Know, they, the, the producers yeah. had to be like, uh, you, you are not going out there like this. Let me get you a wet wipe. Which is, just, which is also just funny because like she she was returned. And I don't know if they like brought her to the back, bathroom and like wiped it off and like entirely redid her makeup. Like I don't know what that process is. But he then walked out to, to the group of guys with just his whiskers just smeared all over his face. It's like, hmm, what have you been <laughs> up to? Slight, <laughs> slightly suspicious. Uh, yes, just just a tad. I don't think I don't think anybody verbally commented on it, but like if I had been there, I feel like I definitely would have commented. Yeah, they probably just edited it, it out. So, well, maybe. That that could be true as well. It was just so so blatant, just smeared all over his face. Yeah. So it's time for the first impression, Rose. Oh. And Katie boy. comes and picks it up off the plate. And also, like I heard somebody say this on another podcast, you, you don't want to be sitting there with the first impression, Rose, on that couch, because that means you're not getting it. Because they always pick it up and walk away. So here's a question for you then. 
do they how much do how much do the producers stage manage everyone mm. so in in you know meaning you know do they do they tell specific people yeah you're gonna be inside right now and you because it was what was it was like three or four of them that were out by the fire when she went out there something like that maybe five there were a handful of them out there like is that something that they specifically stage manage and move people uh maybe somewhat but i don't think it's quite as here's a spot for every person kind of thing i don't think Mm -hmm. it's i think people are allowed to just walk around but do you think that they also might be like hey you couple guys like go like wander around or like go do something outside it's possible i'm not quite sure how that works especially on the first night with so many people but Mm, okay yeah yeah well that's still yeah you don't want to you don't want to be you don't want to be sitting surrounding the rose because it's not gonna be you no (laughs) i think we we both were a little surprised but i also i guess I think that was maybe a knee-jerk reaction. I don't think it's as surprising thinking about it later. So, spoiler alert. She gives it to Pasta Necklace Guy. Yes, Greg. Greg. Which, I, I maybe, uh, this was, it was my knee-jerk reaction, at least, to think that she was going to give it to Cat Guy. But I feel like thinking about it later that it probably makes sense that she didn't because in the grand scheme of things, like she's she's made it pretty clear to him that like he's staying. Yeah. You don't make out with somebody <laughs> like that and then ditch them. <laughs> yeah, like well not the first night at no, least. No, no, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a make a Matt comment here. I'm gonna refresh. <laughs> but yeah, so so thinking about it in that context, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty obvious. Like she made it very clear to Cat Guy that he was going to be staying. So I guess it makes sense that she would give it to somebody else that she had a connection to, but also that like it maybe wasn't as clear to them that she was interested. Yeah. He did uh, look very so disappointed yes. though. <laughs> <laughs> I know what. And what's funny about that is, as this is happening, I wrote in my notes and then said said out loud, "Poor cat guy," and and that is that is literally what Christy had written in her notes as well. Yes. <laughs> poor poor cat guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we were we were on the same the same page yeah because we were both streaming it but my feed was slightly ahead of his (laughs) yes Uh, which was very annoying yeah so i guess all that's left is the first rose ceremony yep tk enters and says the cocktail party is over good old tk and time to hand out a whole list of roses I'm not going to read off all the names that got roses because names are meaningless at this point. Names are meaningless, everyone. And I did not catch who went home either. They didn't have names at that point, but the RV guy went home. I did. There's one thing earlier that I forgot to mention. He was when they were in the RV, he was eating celery just snacking on celery and he's like this is the this is the cleanest it's ever gonna be (laughs) that's not that's not everyone like guys please i i i don't care what your gender is i know that we have a lot of female listeners we have some male listeners but uh whatever your gender may be please do not lead with comments like that (laughs) please just be more normal like clean up your rv clean up (laughs) wherever you are like 
Don't be like, yeah, yeah, you know, normally it's like there's a, a foot of stuff on the floor and I can't actually sit on the couch. I have to sit in the front seat of the RV because there's no place <laughs> to sit. Like, don't. Even if that's true, don't don't lead with that. <laughs> what a disaster for him. <laughs> da- like, dating is supposed to be this mutual attraction thing. So don't be doing stuff that is going to make somebody less attractive to you. Good, good advice. But also, don't be with a person with a messy RV. If you're going to have an, an RV, have it be a clean <laughs> RV. Because <laughs> when, when you have a messy RV that's even more messy normally... Honesty is not going to help you. No, not at all. (laughs) And he paid the price for that. No, he paid the price. That is very sure. For sure, yes. Yep, that was it. Oh, I am so excited. Should be an interesting season. I have to say I did not miss Chris Harrison. It's a different dynamic with TK, but I was I was going to ask you that about your your impressions regarding the hosting change. Yeah, they're a little like overexcited, probably. I'd say this is going to be a huge surprise, but I completely agree. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll settle down as the season progresses. I I hope so. Yeah. It, there was a lot of excitement. And I guess I understand somewhat. But I, I'm still not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of girl power energy as well. Look, you know that I love girl power energy. It's just that I have a slight issue when... It's manufactured girl power energy. Yes, if you have to say it out loud, (laughs) I feel like it should be obvious just from the way you're acting and talking. You don't have to say it. Yeah, and and right, that's not to say that like I. If anyone was listening last last season, you know how much I complained about Chris Harrison (laughs) and all all of his stuff. So I, I, it's I'm sure it's just a reality of reality television, but I do still hope that they are able to kind of find find a footing and be a little less excited. Which I mean, also yeah, I guess I complain, but it's like it's understandable too. Because I mean, how many buku bucks are they? both getting like i would be excited yeah <laughs> yeah big it- like I'm, sh- I'm sure they're not getting paid nearly as much as chris harrison was because of just his producing credit and his contract and everything but i don't know do you know what they were getting paid no idea i just know that they're both wearing very expensive dresses and shoes last night <laughs> i mean yeah. Tasha's dress and shoes combined were over two thousand dollars but yeah i don't know their salary okay well maybe we can get a ballpark at some point all that to say yes it it annoys me but i also would probably be bonkers off the wall in that situation myself so i can't cast too many stones i mean i would have loved to just be able to watch through the window like they were (laughs) that would have been fun Yes, for those who don't know, there are certain things in this world that it's not a very long list, but there is a list of things that Christy would either sacrifice a lot of money for or perhaps give up a limb or like a firstborn <laughs> child. There are, it's, a, it's, it's not a very long list, but uh, things like being able to observe The Bachelor 
or bachelorette as it's happening i would say that's probably on the list yeah <laughs> yep it's probably top of the list you're not a very excitable person necessarily but i feel like you might actually explode if you were in that situation in real life yeah might be hard to contain myself i I think maybe for the first time in your life, you might not be able to contain yourself. <laughs> Which would be quite fun to see. Mm-hmm. But sadly, that will never happen. You don't know that. Maybe, maybe thanks to our dedicated fan base that is maybe growing a little bit. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll have the clout necessary to get to spend some time on set. That's the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everyone. If you want to support Christy's dream, keep on listening. Tell all your friends. We got to get so big they can't ignore us any longer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This This is the only thing Christy wants in life. The only thing. Well, what an exciting time to be alive. How many? What an exciting start to a season. Yes, how many kisses did we have? Oh, yes, we're continuing this or whatever. (sighs) It kills a little part of my soul every episode. But according to my count, four. Okay. Slow start, but it'll pick up. Well, that's four more than the first episode of last season, so... Matt didn't have any? Nope. Wow. Well, there may have been a couple. I forget. I don't have the list in front of me. Yeah, I don't, I don't it remember. Was, it was more, anyways. Yeah. It was more. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you next week. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast.